Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, hey, enough about me. Hey, oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, what are you guys doing? You hanging out with me today? Uh, enough about me, episode 346 or whatever. There must be some kind of way out of here, said the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion, I can't get no relief. Anyway, I was just watching a some of this big Neil Young phase that I've not been in a while. So I was watching Neil Young and Springsteen. It's on YouTube. They sing all along the Watchtower uh, together. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Can't recommend it enough. And I have the uh, I have the author of that uh, Crosby, Stills. Yeah, <laughs> that's friggin'. I can't even hear myself. Here we go. The author of that Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young book. I think I'm going to tape him tomorrow, which is Friday. Uh, as well as Mike Lombardi is going to join me, not Sporty R. McKenzie, me. Mike wants to come on and talk about sporting, about our fallout of the EI. So we're going to do that uh, tomorrow as well. So we're going to tape a couple tomorrow, wrap up this week. A lot of feedback. Oh, boy, oh, boy, was there a shitload of feedback on Patrick Moynihan. People hated him that they fucking hate him. And I, don't, I hate him, too, I'll be honest. I get, uh, Thanks for coming on and everything, but he's just an opportunist. He's a freaking pig. Uh, he's an asshole. But, hey, he came on, so thanks a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean that was the most feedback I've gotten in a while in a few weeks at least on any uh, any podcast was that one. So and you know it's it's the question I got asked the most. Do you think he does it on purpose? He doesn't he doesn't uh, answer questions or he just talks and talks and talks and talks as a stall tactic? I don't think so. I think he's just one of those. You know those people in life who just fucking yap and yap and yap and yap. You want to freaking strangle them? Uh, and he's one of them. I, mean, I was so close. Maybe I should have just say shut the fuck up. But I thought it'd hang up, and I didn't want that either. So it was a balance. If I'm going to take you behind the scenes, uh, from the lift the skirt a little bit, there was this battle, balance and battle. And I should have just told him to fuck off after ten minutes. But I liked to watch him dig his own grave. And I shouldn't have. And I do this, and I'm guilty of this. And I say these. What happens? You have religious nuts. I think he's just a nut who happens to be religious, which is what happens. I think you know, like, um. The podcast I recommended the other day, Cold. It's a lot of Mormons, and a lot of these Mormons seem fucking crazy. Just like that Broberg documentary, I had Jan Broberg on. But sometimes I think there are crazy people who have no religion in their lives, and then there are crazy people who flock to or cling to religion. Um, and I think this guy, it just it happens to be, you know, he's not a real Catholic. He's just an asshole. And there are also assholes in the world who happen to be religious. There are assholes in the world who live to be 100, and there are great people who get cancer. I mean, there are also assholes who get it. I don't know. 
Who the fuck knows what I'm talking about? Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so today I thought what I'd do is, first of all, I'd read your press release from my friends at Radio.com. Uh, not about me, of course. There's been no press release ever about me at Radio.com. Uh, why would there be? This is from a couple of days ago, and I'm trying to be a team player here. This is from May the 2nd. Uh, Radio.com ads. Radio.com sports, of which they would like me, Kirk Minahan, to be a part of the Radio.com sports lineup. Radio.com sports would like me to be a part of their lineup. <clears throat> Radio.com has launched two new programs, Big Time Basketball and Big Time Baseball, featuring expert analysis, up-to-date news, commentary, and happenings in... Pause. All right, everybody go in a room for a couple of days. Huddle up, put it in the hopper, and see if you can figure out what it's going to be. A little sound effect, please. You guys are back? Basketball and baseball, respectively. So big-time basketball will focus on basketball. Big-time baseball? Uh, yeah, you right there. Yep, yeah. That's right. Baseball. That'll focus on baseball. Big Time Basketball is hosted by Radio.com Sports NBA insiders Brian Scalabrini and Matt Steinmetz. Scalabrini is a former NBA player and coach and the current television commentator for the Celtics. Big Time Baseball is hosted by Radio.com Sports MLB insider John Heyman, veteran play-by-play voice Josh Lewin, and a rotation of guest hosts. Can, can, I, can somebody get me a piece of paper so I can sign the fuck up to these programs pronto, please? What? What? Why have I been kept in the dark on this stuff? I haven't been consulted. Now, I've had some modicum of success in the field of communication. Obviously, it didn't end well in my old place. But, you know, when I got there, they were seventh. We were first pretty much the whole time I was there. And since I've left, I don't think they're first anymore. So I think I have an idea of what people like and don't like in radio and in communications or podcasts. If somebody had come up to me and said, what is your perfect idea for a podcast? The irony is I would have said to somebody... I would like a show featuring expert analysis, up-to-date news, commentary and happenings in basketball and baseball, and I would have said, respectively. And they would have said, well, well, they would have said, okay, now, I know you don't like to travel, you're not a big fan of flying, you have some mental issues, but we're going to send you on a trip to St. Bart's for a week. And just enjoy it, enjoy the ocean, you know, relax, go for your runs, and just think of names for the shows, please, because we're trying to be as creative as possible. If I had done that, I would have made that trip, I would have flown. I would have hung out, maybe played some golf, gone for my runs, had the wind blow in my face, have some nice meals, and come back and say to them, the basketball one should be big-time basketball. That's what I would call it. Uh, not small-time, okay? We're not, we're like small potatoes here, okay? Big, 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 big-time basketball and baseball. I mean, what are we doing here? We have a recipe. Uh, seconds, please. Big-time baseball. Uh, Radio.com Sports, which is a name that like literally flows off the tongue. Like it's a, it's a Radio.com Sports. I like that. Also announced the addition of football insiders, including Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and uh, Elliot Shore Parks. Uh, Elliot Shore Parks and Brian Baldinger will host a weekly football digital show, which will debut with the offseason in review on Tuesday, May 14th. If there's one thing I like to do, and I've made this clear in the past, and one of the reasons he's Assholes kicked me out of my old job because they wouldn't let me review drafts and games. And it would drive me nuts. I'd go in there and say, guys, there was a game three days ago. Can we please review it? Like, what are we doing here talking about, like, stuff that matters in the real world? 
There are things to review, and conversely, there's a game three days from now, so we can preview it. Uh, yeah, I think I'm in on that. Uh, try Elliot Shore Parks. Hit the fucking bricks because Kirk Minahan is coming in with Brian Baldinger, and we're going to host the weekly football digital show together. Together. We're going to do that, me and Baldinger. We're going to call it Baldinger and almost Baldinger. Slightly Baldinger. Fuck, we'll call it big time football. What, what, why am I, what, what the fuck? What am I doing? Um, we know from our large and loyal fan base that the expansion of Radio.com Sports original content is an important driver in the continued growth of the Radio.com platform, said someone named Pam Russo, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Radio.com, who I think I've met once in my life, by the way. Uh, we are thrilled to have such a deep roster of amazing talent joining our family. Now, you might say, like, I'm the kind of person that would lose my mind and say, Cheese Kirk, you've been phenomenally successful. You were the most successful local radio host in America for a couple of years, and they have you uh, broadcasting for the producer's booth at Mix 104.1 while telling you nothing really significant about your future. That must drive you crazy. And you might conversely say, or additionally say, since you actually are crazy, it must really drive you crazy. To that I say no, no, no. No, 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 no. No. There comes a time when we hear the certain call. I do not. I am not, uh, because I know my future, my professional future, that I walked away from one place to another one, is put in the hands of people who are capable. They are the ones who put together big-time baseball and big-time basketball. These are not amateurs. These are not minor leaguers. These are giants. You guys can, you guys are probably in your car laughing or whatever, thinking I'm kidding around. You think you guys can come up with Brian Scalabrini doing a podcast called Big Time Basketball? Uh, no. John Heyman, one of the great and lively personalities in the history of the medium, big time baseball, where I'm going to guess he reviews and previews games and talks about trades. Where the fuck else are you going to find that? Like, that's why, like, it's good to have a digital platform so you can experiment and do new and interesting things, like talk about games and trade deadlines and preview stuff. Like, that's not available anywhere else in America. Go, go to, I've driven across the country a bunch of times. Go ahead. I'll pay, for, I'll pay for the gas. If you can find it, if you could find a radio show in America, on traditional radio, because this is radio.com, it's an app. Traditional radio show in America that does that, I'll give you $10,000 cash. Doesn't exist. $100,000. Doesn't exist. No way. What I do? What I try and do? Uh, here's a dozen. Oh, hello, Dime. Oh, I am Dozen. Oh, I am Dime. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, come on here. What are we doing? Let's get behind these guys, okay? And today, today, I am going to make the case, in long last, for me, Kirk Minahan, to be the host of Big Time Football, okay? Blue 32! Blue 32! Get the wham block and hit that hole. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't go like look at that safety right there, okay? That safety don't go on play none. Okay, that's it. Get off the get off my field. Okay, get off that field. Okay, we tackle around here. No water breaks. I mean, I'm a hard ass football guy. I'm a junction boy, so I'm gonna do my thing. Set out, set, set, Moroso, make sure the press release is out tomorrow at eleven o'clock. Big time football with Kirk Minahan. That's it. That show's gonna work. The day after the draft, I should have been starting. I would have talked about the draft picks. You know what I would have done? How's this, okay? 
That's just for you fucking people who thought the world was flat forever. You found it was round one day. I would grade each team's draft. I'll do that. Fuck else would think of that. Nobody. Big time football with Kirk Manahan. I'm going to bring my guest right now. My first guest on big time football. He's the only beat writer I give a shit about in America. I love this guy. Uh, he's crazy. He's wild. He's an author. He's my man, William Benditson Patriots. That's his Twitter handle, William Benditson. He's going to join me right now as the first guest on Big Time Football. You hear that? You don't want to hear that now? I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like to look at the, I don't like that linebacker coach. I don't know what that, I don't know what that guy doing there. Get him out of there. Get that, get that fella from Odisha. Get him back here. He know how to coach linebacker. These linebackers don't hear worse shit right now. William Benditson is the first guest on the Big Time Football program. On Enough About Me. All right, so I found this guy on Twitter. I have a couple weeks ago, I had absolutely no idea who he was. He's like the only beat writer I follow now, the only one I care about. William Benditson. Now, your Twitter account says William Benditson Patriots. You've not changed your name legally to that, have you? No, I haven't. You have not? No one's actually suggested that. Have you considered it? No, I have not. <laughs> you have not? You think that'd be a, that'd be a maybe a, a, yeah, it might not be a right move ethically as a, as a beat writer, I suppose. What what do you, who do you work for? What do you, I am, I am fascinated by you in total. I, I like your videos. I like you get a little attitude. I like that you're, there's something about you that works for me. I don't know. What is it about, you answered for me. You're a smart guy. What is it about you that I like so much about William Benditson? Well, uh, I was, I covered the Patriots from 2009 to 2011. For who? Uh, for CBS. Okay. And then uh, I came, I went to law school because I was worried about the future of the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I came back this year for uh, Patriots Maven. Um, what and, is Patriots uh, Maven? And um, and so this oh. year I decided, you know, with everybody put doing, you know, standard stories, people had said to me, you know, you have a funny personality. You why didn't the last time you covered the team? Why didn't you put more energy into it? Right. So this year I decided to start with the videos. And one day I didn't even think of it. I just said best Patriots coverage. In I the love business. it. Give it to me. Give me the opening of every video. Let me hear it. the name and the Patriots, best Patriots. William coverage. Ben- Best Patriots coverage in the business. <laughs> why do you Why do you go with that voice there? What is the What is that old timey voice you're doing there? Yeah, I guess I just and people had caught on, and then people started retweeting it. And actually, I got a retweet from Bill Burr. So you went, yeah, you you, you, you went on his, you, he went on your podcast, right? No, yeah, he went on. I flew all the way out to L.A. for the day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I went and they recorded it in the comedy studio in L.A. And uh, he had just come back from Europe, and he 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 said how he loved the voice, the old time throwback. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, he, uh, you know, he's a big uh, Patriots fan, so it was right before AFC Championship ga- uh, game against Kansas City, so it was perfect timing. And he was giving me a hard time because I predicted the Chiefs to win the game, which is funny because. I predicted the Chiefs 28-24, and they took a 28-24, about two minutes left. Somebody, you know, Facebook messaged me, oh, William, you nailed it, and then look what happened. Where, where, are, you, where are you from? I'm hearing a Midwest dialect, no? Uh, no, I'm from Boston. You are? Okay. You know, I can't quite figure out the accent. Some people say I have a Boston accent, a Brooklyn accent. That's the first time I've heard Midwest accent. You sound like one of the old guys. How old are you? You're younger than I am. 32. You're 32. There used to be a show back when Comcast – Whatever the hell they are now, whether they NBC Sports, whatever they are now, they've changed their name like twenty times. Twenty times. When I was younger, it was Sports Channel. Yeah, Sports Channel. Remember, and you yeah. had to pay ten dollars extra a month to get it. There you go. And so every weekend they had a show called The Sports Reporters from Chicago. You should look it up on YouTube. Uh, and it was a couple of older Chicago guys, and then Rick Tallender was actually the young guy back then. Now he's like seventy. And one of the guys sounds just like you. So whenever I hear your voice, I think of him. 
So I, th- I think of you as a Chicago guy. There's no Chicago Bendenson lineage. Not, not that I know of. And I've only been to Chicago two times in my life. Hmm. Why did you get a, why did, why did you, where'd you go to law school? Tulane did you, in uh, New Orleans. I know where Tulane is. What, what do you think? It was fucking Tulane. No, I knew you knew. It. Maybe for some of your listeners. This is a well-educated, this is not the Bendenson podcast audience, William. This is a well-educated crowd, okay? Which, by the way, go ahead, plug the podcast right now because I listen to it. Every Wednesday, we have a different guest. Well, we've did, we did every Wednesday during the season. We've done close to every Wednesday during the off season. But Ooh, uh, where, where do you find it, William? You find it on my Twitter, and you can okay. find it on SoundCloud. You can find okay. it on my Twitter, William Patriots, and you can find it on SoundCloud. And uh, pretty soon we'll have it. I started a new website, bestpatscoverage.com, twelve ninety five for the season, the best deal for the best Patriots <laughs> coverage, and you can find it there. Too. Twelve. So I'm all right. I'm going to subscribe to that right when we're done. So it's twelve. I, I promise, twelve ninety five. Is it like a lifetime subscription too? Yeah, forty nine ninety five. So if I live to be a hundred, how old are you? Uh, I'm thirty two. Thirty two. So I'm twelve years older than you. If I live to be ninety, you're promising me that when you're seventy eight, you're still going to be doing this. If I do a lifetime, well, you know, but that's a good sign. That means it made it. You remember when Sirius first started? They did lifetime subscription. That's what I got. I got a lifetime subscription to Sirius in 04. And, and I still have uh, it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe in in, in some business sense, it wasn't smart because those people who bought it was a good deal. But on the other hand, it shows a good sign they're still in business. So who cares? Why? Know? Why did you you graduated from Tulane? Yeah. Why did you, like, why are you not practicing law now? That seems to be a much more, maybe you know better than me, that seems to be a much more uh, lucrative career path. Um, well, it, it is. I was doing it uh, right up through almost the sea, and then the work, where the firm I was, the work was slowing down a little bit, and then this Maven opportunity came up. And I have to admit, I even though the money isn't as good, I love football, I love interviewing players, I love writing about the games, you know. So, yeah, financially it probably wasn't the best decision, but, you know, when you have a passion for something, you have a passion for something. You can't really ignore it. I know? agree. I agree. I, and I like the fact – I like so I like the fact that you are in on the joke. Like a lot of these – some of these beat writers are good guys. Some of them are not in on the joke. Some of them are super sensitive. You are clearly tongue-in-cheeking it to some extent. You are winking, I think – tell me if I'm wrong – with some of this stuff. When you say, yeah, I mean, I don't take it – I remember that it's sports. You know, right. it's not that – uh, it's not that serious. At the end of the day, it's sports. Nobody's lives are on the line. You I mean, you did. I mean, you did tweet the night that John Havlicek died. That what's his face is going to be the new Boston legend to replace him. <laughs> I suspect yeah, that was. Winovich. I admit, I'm a little too in love with Chase <laughs> Winovich. That's because I had two brothers that went to Michigan, and I've watched him play a lot, and I love the way he plays. And uh, I really do think New England fans are going to love Chase Winovich, and I could be wrong, but I think he's going to become a new fan favorite and a really good player. What is your? Give me some gossip. You know what all I care about is the gossip. I don't even know how much you know about me, yeah. but but I care about. Many. I've listened to you on the radio for many years. Well, I'm on the radio anymore, William. I this know, is, not anymore, is, but when you were, I listened. I haven't, to I haven't even been asked to be on the William Bennett's podcast. This is how poorly it's going for me. Which, by the way, I would be happy to do. Um, well, give <laughs> me a select group of guests. Uh, ben Volan. Had everybody and anybody on that's the William Bennett's podcast. <laughs> I understand. Bill Bird, Phil Perry. To- that's true. I always get, I always get Bill Burr and Phil Perry confused. They're both equally humorous. They're both equally, you know, profane. I, 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 they could easily switch jobs for a week. No one would know. Listen, I listen. I love Phil Perry, but I never heard Phil Perry described as humorous. I mean, he's a well, friend of mine, but you know, generally when people talk about Phil Perry, they talk about the, they wish they had the Phil Perry looks. One know? of the biggest, one of the most. I used to see him all the time. When I was on Comcast. Off behind the scenes, one of the most profane, inappropriate people. Of, I mean, says jokes that you wouldn't make you. You you couldn't believe the words come. I mean, doesn't I don't know a human being can do that with his body parts the way he describes it. What what? Give me who who's the biggest asshole in the Patriots beat? Go ahead. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, I think. Uh, well, look, I'll say this: the guy I don't uh, the guy I don't get along with the best probably Jeff Howe. 
Ooh, I like Jeff. Okay, you know, we've just never we've just never really clicked. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what it is. He doesn't like me, and whatever else. So, hmm. um, and actually, I've been nice to Jeff. I uh, seems like a very nice the guy. The writers went out in Pittsburgh, yeah. and uh, he and I had a nice toast because he thought he you know might have almost had cancer. He wrote yeah, he was about sick. that. Yeah, I saw a nice that. toast for him, and he thanked me for it, but. Uh, you know, I'm a warm and fuzzy guy, Kirk. I, like I know you are, William. People, and Jeff, he sort of sticks to himself as an introvert, so he probably just doesn't like my personality, which is fair. Not everybody does. Oh, I do. You told me before the podcast, I like you. Not a lot of rules. You said one rule. You said no questions about Mike Reese because he's an asshole. I was surprised <laughs> to hear you say that, but I mean, feel free You know, feel free to talk about that if you like. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Reese and I get along well. Yeah, he's uh, a good, he's a nice guy. He's a, yeah, good he's guy. a nice guy. So, yeah, and... Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Jeff and I probably clash. Not clash, but we just don't. Uh, we never really interact. And he doesn't like to talk football, weirdly. So, like, a couple of times this year I went up to him and I said, I want to talk about, the, you know, because he's into the technical side of the game and he didn't really want to talk uh, about but it. What, what do you bo- it's like going up to somebody at the friggin' going up to a, a waitress and asking him about food. Like, what do you, don't bother him. That's annoying. I'm with Jeff on that one, William. Dude, don't, what do you, during the game? No, not during the game. During one time in the media workroom. Yeah, but you're working. What are you doing? Well, again, no, no, we were waiting. To what go technical? In the what technical questions you ask? Like technical, like what? No, I just wanted to discuss something he had written about the three-four defense. I think it wasn't anything, uh, you know, too great. We were just waiting. He says he doesn't like to talk about football. Hmm. Is that what he said? He covers it for a living, which I understand. Maybe he gets tired of talking about it. But it wasn't like I went to his house and tried to talk to him. Yeah, don't do that. Can I just give you a piece of advice? Don't do that. Jeff's got the family. He's never been to his house. He's never invited me over his house, you know? Well, you've never invited me to your house. I've always wanted to go to Chicago. You know, (laughs) I want to hang out with the Bendits and Clan at some point. Yeah. And you, by the way, I'm sitting, I am talking right now. Forget John Feinstein. Forget, I'm talking to a published author here, I might also add. Yeah. Uh, With Leonard. Cheering Stops came out in 2010, wrote it with Leonard Marshall. Right. Who is most known for uh, delivering the hit on Joe Montana? Joe Montana him out for right. two years. Yep, and uh, basically ended his career in San Francisco in the '90 NFC Championship. That's game. a Roger Craig game, right? Yep, the yep. game Roger Craig fumbled. Very good memory, Kirk. Thank you, Matt and, Barr, uh, game winner. What? Matt Barr, game Matt winner. Matt Barr, he had five field goals that day, including mm-hmm. the game winner. Yes. And uh, Steve Young came in as backup after Montana got hurt. And right. Craig didn't fumble. Uh, the Niners were going for the three-peat. Yep, that's right. And they would, yeah, they would have played Buffalo, and, right? Uh, yeah, Bill Parcells wrote the forward, so that was pretty cool. So you seem to me to be a proactive guy when I paid attention to you. This is why you're the official beat writer for Enough About Me and Radio.com Big Time Football. Do you understand that? I am now bringing you into my universe. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that will mean to your life? Uh, it will mean good things. I hope. <laughs> I, I, I don't doubt it. You're gonna be. I mean, this is your life is going to change now. Just understand that everything's gonna change. Are you married? No. Okay. You do you want to be? Yes, I okay, do. Okay, you will be within a year. Now you'll have no, three. My parents are nagging me to get married. They are. Yeah. Uh, William Senior. Uh, no, there's no William Senior. But uh, uh, who's, yeah. Who's dad? Uh, Peter. No, no. That was my no. dad's. My dad's name was Peter. Really? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Is well, was was. He's dead. It was well, was yeah. Now I mean, you still don't understand what's taking so long. How? Yeah, thirty-two. Any serious girlfriends in the past? No. How come? Well, then, uh, a couple, but none, none right now. But you never like while you're, you know, performing. No, I asked Phil Perry for help with that. I said, Phil, you're the most handsome guy in all of New England. And why isn't it? I'm sure there were girls that were after you that you couldn't accept because you're a married man. Oh, you wanted the table now, scraps? You one of your <laughs> You wanted one of the table scraps? What? You wanted one of his table scraps. That's yeah, what you wanted? You know, no. <laughs> Phil Perry is table scraps. You are very in the. You are very in the Phil get. Perry. I think you're, is my is William Bendit's a dating experience. You're not asking these girls about the three four defense, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. When last time? When was the last time you went on a date? 
Uh, a couple months ago. You want me to make this happen for you right now? I have female listeners. I'm, I'm serious. Would you like to, Would you like that to happen? Any help I can get, done. appreciate it. Fucking done. I, I mean, happy, you're a great guy. I'm happy to do it for you. Yeah. A handsome guy. A law, By the way, ladies, a law degree. <laughs> uh, will you give him a free membership or no? Uh, I, don't, I don't have it set up for free membership. You know, okay. hey, we can always work something out. That's what I'm saying. What's uh, what, If you see Phil Perry, ask him why he's not helping me out more. William, when the hell am I going to see fucking Phil Perry? What do, what do you think? We hang out together? I don't know. I, think I go to his house. I don't go to Jeff Howe's house either. I don't go to, I don't go to uh, Phil Perry's house. Jeff I like Howe Phil. Jeff doesn't invite you over? Jeff Howe doesn't invite me over. I like him. I like Phil, too. You know, they're both nice guys. They both reached out to me in my downtimes. I've reached out to them. I'm glad that Jeff's doing well. Um, what was I going to say? Too. Uh, I yeah, love Jeff. Yeah, sure, you know, yeah, actually, sure, in a sure, weird way, sure. I love the guy. Um, so, so, so I was going to say, you're a proactive guy. Like, so you get Parcells to write the forward. I, I would suspect Marshall would help. You go to Marshall. You write a book. You go to law school out of nowhere. You have you do that story you wrote about with Brady, right? About uh, Pebble Beach. Playing, yeah, playing right. golf with H. W. Bush. That's what I'm saying. So you seem to. I, what I like about you as well is I know you're a football guy. You love the three four, but you go outside the circle too, which I like. Yeah, you're always thinking. Well, that's funny. Do you hear the story, the Brady H.W. Bush story this year? Complete coincidence. I, uh, I went, my family's gone to a restaurant, Barnacle Billy's in Maine, every year. And, and on the wall there, I know a very well. Of Brady with H.W. Bush and Clinton. I have seen it. So I took a picture of the picture and I showed it to Brady. I said, Tom, do you remember this? Oh, yeah, it was the best day of my life and everything. And then two weeks later, I said, Tom, do you want to do the story? And um, and he said, yeah, let's do it on the bye week. So I was supposed to go to Florida, so I fly back from Tennessee uh, to New England. He, he doesn't show up, so I'm all bummed, but I can't tell anybody, you know, he doesn't show up. And then two weeks later, I say to Brady, you still want to do the story? He goes, we didn't do it. I said, no, Tom, we didn't do it yet. So he gives me five minutes. I type up the story, everything, and I'm all happy. A Brady exclusive. I played golf with H.W. Bush and Clinton, and they played cards that night. And, and, and so then that night, I'm just surfing the Internet, and – Someone writes, what a great day to write about H.W. or R.I.P. And I checked CNN. He had died. Jeez, that day, huh? Jeez, unbelievable. There you go. And then that Sunday I said to Tom, you know, now people think of it as a tribute. It was after, I think, the Vikings game. He goes, yeah, it was. Uh, Can you make, are you making a real living with this website? We've got a bunch of subscribers so far. You know, a real living in the journalism business, you know, Kirk, is... uh, it's a little bit of an oxymoron. Well, not for me. I mean, I'm doing pretty well. But well, I, you are, yeah. I, I, but I saw you tweet out a couple weeks ago that the average sports writer makes $150,000 a year. Who <laughs> I knew? I tongue in cheek, <laughs> and I got over a thousand reactions all over the country. I think. I, I think. I see. Here's the thing with you, and it's ironic because I get charged with this all the time. I think you're more sarcastic than you let on, right? Or am yeah, I wrong? I am. I mean, obviously, the average sports writer does not get 150,000. Uh, no, I would say probably not. Probably not. So, what is the William Benson day like? Uh, up in the morning at what time? Uh, I try to get up at 7.30. 7.30, okay. What are you doing then? Just looking around the internet, getting some stories, get working? Some stories, writing, do some interviews. Yeah. Um, are you at Gillette every day, like when, during the season? During the season, yeah. Now, not so much. Right, I understand. You you, you have your little crew that you interact with, or no, you get your little click? Yeah, now you crew, you know, update on Twitter, plan yeah. the videos, do podcasts. I still do law a couple days a week. So, you know, so you're doing law and all, what, what kind of law? I do employment law. Okay, so you're doing that. Is that is that your side job, or do you consider yeah, a side job right now? It pays the bills. Yeah, well, <laughs> in theory. Are yeah. you living with mom and dad? No, I live in Boston. You live in you live in the city itself. Yeah, in the, I always want to live in the city by yourself. Yeah, in Just, a studio. In the studio. Yeah. Okay, don't say that. We're trying to we're trying to build you up here for the ladies, William. You get a couple of ba- couple well, I got of bedrooms. Nice studio. They get that, you know. 
Yes. So, the, well, so it's just myself. What do I need? A three bedroom? I no, mean, I know. I think I think you do. I think you're doing just fine. I'm proud of you. So you get your own. You have a good thing going then. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, listen. At 32, is too old to live with the family, don't you think? I would think so, but. I, I worry about you now in this. The studio seems kind of, is it, is it sad or is it okay? You're okay? 650 square feet. Oh, that's not bad. That's not so small. That's not bad. That's not bad. You like living in the city. You're a city guy. Yeah, I do. You belong to the city, like Glenn Fry once wrote. You're, you you, well, you no, are a man weird. of the city. I grew up in the suburbs. Where'd you grow I up? I always felt it was weird. You're going to laugh at this. When You know how when you go to Chicago or some other place, California or whatever, yep. Yep. people say, where are you from? And you say, Boston. To those people, but you're not really from Boston. Correct. You live in the city. Correct. You live in the suburbs. I always felt it was weird when I said that because they don't know any of the suburbs, so you just say Boston. You felt like a liar. You yeah, were you were like lying liar, to these people you know, for I years. You were living lie. you were living a lie. I was living a lie. So then I finally said, "It's time to move in the city." And you know who else lives in the city? Phil Perry lives in the city. You know? <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, he lives in Does the he city. A, he won't see. He won't see. He doesn't socialize. No, me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not on his tier. Too good looking. That's why. I no, I understand. But he's got a wife and a kid, right? Yeah. Jesus. Where'd you grow up? Weston. You grew up in, okay, so you grew up in Weston. So you, you've got some family money. The Bennettons have some money. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know I, don't, I, I don't say I was poor. You know, poor. I used to call sports radio as Bob from Wellesley growing up. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> that was Who'd... me, Bob from Wellesley. And you know what's funny? I hit puberty at about age eight. Your voice sounded like this when you were like yeah, eight years so old? It was very deep, my very deep voice. So when I was eight, nobody picked up on the fact that, I wasn't 18. You know, you're not only supposed to, you're supposed to be 18 to call. But. How about the, uh, I, well, I'm aware. How about the health? Any issues? Any medical issues? Uh, no. Thankfully, I'm healthy. They okay. say my blood pressure's good. You yeah. Know? The weight's okay? The weight's okay. I mean, not as skinny as Phil Perry. I understand. You exercise? Exercise, yeah. No drinking? No smoking? No drinking? No smoking? I mean, this, you know. This is good. This is good. Cause if you're going to be my correspondent here going forward, I can't have any, you can't drop dead on me. Yeah. I can't there's nobody oh, yeah, else I, mean, I want. I'm a casual drinker, maybe a couple beers a month when I that's, go out, but nothing, you know. That's all fine. So what do we so what do we got going forward here? What's the next couple of months look like for William Bendenson? Uh well, just uh, doing a couple I'm going to be doing some features on uh, different Patriots draft picks. I'm working on one on Chase Winovich now, so Oh boy, your guy. Yeah. How about another book? Why another book? What do we got? I thought, you know what's funny, Kirk? I thought about another book. I wanted to do a book on this year's team, the 6th championship. Okay. Patriots, and uh none of the publishers wanted a book. Is it fatigue? Uh, I don't know why the I think I don't know why they didn't think. Part of it is the way football books work is they always make them come out in late August, early September, right? With the start of the season, and um, and I think by then people thought, eh. and then they thought, what are the juicy stories? That was the other feedback. Yeah, there's no like, deflaking. Well, there is now with Kraft, I guess. Yeah, with Kraft, but they didn't know that. And you know, if you could find out that Brady and Gronkowski were secretly fighting, but. Just sort of a summary of the year they didn't think would sell. I mean, you know, the people aren't really buying books right now. So. Have you ever been to a? Have you ever been to the uh, Orchid Asian Day Spa? You know what's funny? My parents have a place in Florida, and it's not that far from there. It's about twenty minutes from there. Well, Pete, Pete has not been there, has he? No, nah, no, I don't well, think well, so. I don't know. I saw the list of the people. I didn't see uh, Pete Benenson <laughs> on that list. Uh, no, I didn't think so. What's the be- what's the second best football book ever written? Obviously, number one is yours, Leonard Marshall book. We all understand that. Second what- best football. I have to say, uh, I like the uh, Mark Leibovich book. That came out oh, was, a couple of years ago. I don't know if you read it. I thought we, he did a good job, kind of. We had him on. We had yeah, the one with all the the Jerry Jones one, yeah, all the owners. Fun at the whole, um, you know, the whole culture now of you know scoops, 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 and um, you know, I thought it's kind of funny because uh, I, I pointed out like you know, like when Schefter and Ian report on these scoops, they're doing it without. And maybe this is the lawyer in me, but they're doing it without even having seen the contract. You know. Well, I feel like Schefter has gotten I, – I like Adam. He used to come on my old show all the time. He was always willing to do it. Very nice guy. But I feel like he's almost too busy now, and he gets a little a little sloppy, a little sloppy. 
Yeah, I mean, just such a rush. I mean, I remember I had a uh, friend. I remember I got the Cole Beasley thing about an hour after NFL Network got it, and and uh, when he signed with Buffalo, and and it's just like sometimes the terms aren't exact. They're such in a rush to get it out there that they don't always, you know, I think get the numbers exactly right. Or beyond that, I mean, it's just you know I understand they're, they're just the rough numbers for the fans. It's just promotion for the league, but. Uh, sometimes I think the speed of it uh, gets pretty crazy. Are you ready now for the fame that's going to the next 24, 48 hours? I'm going to tweet out, tweet out your handle. You're going to be on the podcast. This is now everything changes. Just be ready. Yeah. Be ready. Get ready for these lifetime subscriptions from people. You know, if I was 93 years old, I probably wouldn't get a lifetime subscription. I don't want to say that to you, William. But, you you know, know, my yeah. grandmother's 92. I haven't convinced her yet. Does your, do your parents have subscriptions? What? Do your parents have subscriptions? Yeah, they do. That's nice. Okay. Who was the first subscriber? Uh, you know, I have a couple really Twitter followers that love me, and uh, one from a Patriots fan in Denver, I think, was the first subscriber. So what do I get on an average day if I subscribe? I'm putting my hard-earned money to William Bennett's and Patriots. What's the well, name for of For you, it's, you know, the little details. But, yeah, I, it's, uh, we try to have features, uh, try to have the videos, uh, just try to have unique content. I think, you know, like the Athletic wants a long form. Try to have stuff that you can't get, you know, that the Daily Papers, the Globe, the Herald, the Projo doesn't have. Are you? Why have you not? Why have I not heard more of you on the? On, if I, I would have had you on my old show all the time. I didn't know about you. I saw that you were on with Zolak before. Yeah, why, why, a few wh- times with Zoe. Why have you not been a bigger presence on the? I don't understand this. What am well, I missing? You know, it's funny. I, when I went to a Jewish camp many years ago, I mm-hmm. ran the radio station, and you could hardly get it anywhere. But I love radio. The Jewish camp radio station? Yeah, there's a Jewish camp radio Wait, station which, in Amherst, New Hampshire. I was Amherst, director. Amherst, New Hampshire is actually a nice town. Yeah, you were it's the, a you, nice town, and the, the signal was very poor, but we had a morning show. It wasn't nearly as good as what you and, Well, that's, you know. a, that's okay. But, what was uh, the name of the show? Know, I think because I was on 98.5, then they didn't, even though I didn't have any, it was just doing guest spots, and right. they didn't want to have me on EEI, so. I would have had you on. That's my fault. I, that's, I apologize to you. You know, but the other trend, I was talking to somebody EEI, they don't really like guests on so much anymore. No, yeah, I have no, you got me. I don't know what's going on over there. Are you a devout Jewish uh, person? No, not that devout. Oh. I mean, you know. Do you, did you, did you uh, get your uh, bat mitzvah? I had a bar mitzvah, yeah. Oh, bar mitzvah. What? What? what give bar me what? mitzvahs for girls, but yeah. I understand. Sorry. Well, I'm not Jewish. With this, you, you sang you a song. Like, but Kirk, you can always convert to the tribe. You know? uh, I'm not a religious guy by nature. Give me, sell me, on, sell, sell me on being Jewish in 30 seconds. Sell me on it. Go ahead. I'm willing. Well, to, I'm, will, I'm willing to talk. Well, it's a very complicated religion. I was not in a great Dallas start. this weekend for a wedding. I stayed with a friend who's Christian, and we went to church, and I thought, this is much simpler. So it talks about salvation and, you know, connecting with Jesus. Judaism is more complicated. It's hard to explain to people. What do you mean complicated? Like, what's complicated? There's a lot. We have, we have more holidays than anybody. That's I'm, true. I live in Lexington. There's a shitload of holidays. It's one incredible. holiday after the next. And then you know what happened was Hanukkah, which is not that significant of a holiday yeah. in Judaism. But then what happened was Christmas is in December, right? So... The Jewish people said, oh, we're lonely. We're not getting any presents. Oh, we need a so holiday to compete with Christmas. Rosh Hashanah? So they, they made Hanukkah into a big oh, Hanukkah, deal. sorry. Yeah, yeah. And now these kids grow up. There's eight nights to Hanukkah, and they think they're supposed to get a present every night. <sighs> uh, so it, it, you, you did no job of selling me on this, by the way. You, you moved me away from it. I, 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 and I can't sell it to people. Are you, are you, would you only, you wouldn't be, you're not one of these J-Day guys. No, I'm not. Are you on these dating apps at all? I do go on the dating apps. Okay. Any success? Uh, you know, a few dates, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to make that. I, you, I, you see, you're such a nice guy. 
You seem like a good, hardworking guy. I, well, that's the problem. I, they, people have told me in this business I'm too nice. Well, that's definitely true. I can tell you already. You're too, I, 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 there's no asshole in you at all? No nothing? No, there isn't. That's why. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm not on the radio. Could be. I, you have a good radio voice, I'm telling yeah, you. good radio voice. I, listen, I, I, I've talked to uh, Joe Zerbano about Oh, well, I don't, yeah, great. <laughs> Give him my best, okay? I, I, I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> So it's William. All right, so go ahead. Prom- promote away. So you got one more time. You can rip them all through. Let's hear it. Yeah, so uh, you can listen to uh, William Patriots. The, the podcast is on SoundCloud. And then uh, the website is just bestpatscoverage.com. All one word. Again, bestpatscoverage.com. And you are not going to change your name legally? No, no plans to. And okay. I don't want to make Benditson my middle name because I already have a middle name. And then. What's your middle name? Novik. And Novik. my mother's maiden name, so she would get upset if I changed it. How long have your parents been married for? My parents have been married. What are you laughing at? That's a legitimate question. No, it's a fair I think they were married in 1982, so. Any brothers or sisters? Two younger brothers. Okay. What are their names? Michael and Daniel. Michael and Daniel Bendenson Patriots. Yeah, Michael and Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Not married yet, either. And neither, of them are, and, and neither of them are Patriots fans, weirdly. What's your mom's name? Lynn? Uh, Connie. Connie. Really? That's, that's, a, that's my dad's brother's name is Michael Connie. Also dead. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. Peter and Connie are your parents' names? Yeah, is Connie yeah. dying for grandkids or what? I think so. That's what, It's not so much about getting married. It's about no, grandkids. For grandkids. And you have the place down in Florida. You can go down in the winter. They can hang out there. That's perfect. Yeah. All right, we're going to make this happen. Your life is now going to change. Okay? Yeah. The subscription is going to skyrocket. Twitter followers are going to go through the roof. A new book will be written. Marriage. I will be there. I will even uh, step on the glass. The if, I'll first? step on the glass if you want me to when you guys get married. I'll do the whole thing. I'll, You'll I'll come to the ceremony. Yeah, I'll carry you on the uh, on the chair and everything. I'll do the whole yeah. thing. I've never been to a Jewish wedding before. Are they uh, good or not good? I just went to. I haven't been to too many either. Most of my friends aren't Jewish. Really, Weston? Yeah, well, you know, friends from college, whatever else. I'm more popular outside the tribe than inside the tribe. Where did you go to undergraduate? Tufts. Oh, you went to Tufts, and then okay, okay, and then you went to two. Okay, so I got to know Tony Maz, and uh, you know. Well, you didn't go to school with him, I don't think. No, no, he's like he was seventy. Much older. Yes, all right. William Benditson Patriots. That's is that the Twitter handle at William Benditson Patriots. William Benditson Patriots. William Benditson Patriots. I can't do it. I, I can't. I cannot do it for me one more time. William Benditson Patriots. Best. Bestpatscoverage.com. By the way, it is the best patch coverage there is. I'm not. I am not. This is the. This is now. Are you comfortable being part of this world now? You'll come on whenever I ask. I will, yeah. All right, good. I appreciate it. Go. What are you doing for the rest of the day? Just writing. Writing uh, what? I got to take care of a couple errands. Well, what errands are you doing? I'm curious. Well, uh, I got a. I had a couple suits dry cleaned. Oh, suits for what? Law work? Yeah, law work. Do you go to court frequently or no? No, not that much. No. How much do you charge? What do you bill an hour? You know, it's. it's just, I, I'm not. My billable rate's not that high. Probably <laughs> well, three, four hundred. That's not that bad. But a lot of the work I do is uh, contingency work. You know? Right, 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 right. Do you? But you don't like you don't like it nearly as much as the football stuff. No, I don't. So if, if I'm a client of yours, I know that there's a chance you're going to not work for me for a while because you're going to cover the Patriots. That might concern me as a potential I'm very client. loyal to any client. You, you know? are. You're promising that. Yeah. So I may use you at some point. Yeah. All right, fine. William Benditson making his debut appearance on Enough About Me. Uh, we will talk to you very soon, I am sure. Thank you so much. I had a pleasure. Thank All right, buddy. Sir. All right, if you haven't already, I don't know why you haven't, but if you have not, remember to subscribe to this podcast, Enough About Me, on the Radio.com app, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. iTunes ratings and reviews help me and the podcast, so take a minute and leave one, please. It actually helps. I know it's a pain in the ass. It's a waste of time. That's what you're thinking, but it actually isn't. It actually helps me, keeps me going, so I can do this podcast, okay, so I can live. You're going to help me stay alive if you subscribe, so do it. All right, dummies, get to work.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 